think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Yes, indeed. Welcome along, everybody. Summer breakfast on this 30th day of January. Another month is about to fly by. Great to have your company, though, on this Tuesday morning. Our McCafe menu today, of course, our official coffee partner, Ben Volan, Boston Globe NFL reporter. Big day in the NFL yesterday, but we are locked and loaded for the Super Bowl in a fortnight's time. Jen Gregson's going to join us, Australian long-distance star. What a story she's uh, riding at the moment on the track and in the marathon. Questions that notice. We'll wrap up the, all the sporting news. Take your calls right throughout the day on the open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and the 40 Wings Temper, of course, 0433981116. Sam Edmund with you and with us is the Port Adelaide icon, Kane Corns. Kano, welcome. Good morning, Sammy. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, it was a crazy day in sport yesterday. If you like your American sport, um, it was on and the drama and the sideshow that is Taylor Swift, who oh, now has I see your a computer open task. <laughs> she has a hard task, Sammy, oh, to get to the Super Bowl on time. Don't worry. Now, I've been brought right up to speed on, on her itinerary, as we all have. This is bigger <laughs> well, than the Super Bowl. She's in Tokyo, and they're 17 hours ahead. So thank goodness for the time difference. It means... On her private jet, after she finishes her uh, concert, one of four in Tokyo, she can jump on her private jet and still get to the Super Bowl at 7 or 8 p.m. on Saturday night, just in time for Sunday's Super Bowl. Essentially, she finishes the concert on the Saturday and she'll arrive in Vegas on the Saturday. So I I was relieved at that because I I would have hated for her not to be there. Feb 10, final show in Tokyo. Then she needs to get on the 13-hour flight to Vegas, Super Bowl, Feb 11. Then, of course, she's got the long-haul flight to Melbourne for Feb 16 for the first of... Not dissimilar to the mad dash that you made from Adelaide. (laughs) Oh, no. Hopefully hopefully she doesn't get the sort of bug I got. I don't think she'll be at the back of a plane. There won't be a concert. No, indeed, no. She's uh, yeah, it's everywhere. I've been surrounded by it, and I've got it written down here. And then I look at you there over there in the yeah, studio in Adelaide, I'm on it. and you've got her up on your screen there. Look at that. Well, well her, her man was big. I mean, he was huge. Yeah. He's he's, he's past oh, pass the all-time receiving yards in the playoffs. He took that over from Jerry Rice. He had eleven targets yesterday for eleven catches. He had a touchdown and over a hundred yards. It's been remarkable. Like. Think of the chaos that his life has been this year. Mm. To put that aside and still go out there on one of the biggest days on the calendar and deliver, I thought he was the best player on the ground by a mile yesterday. Mahomes was great early, but didn't do much in the second half. Kelsey was there, and 
at 34 years of age, he's got a bit going on and stepped up. <laughs> he's not being, he's not distracted, he's clearly. Life, he? He's living his best life, as the kids would say, Kane. So while we're on the subject, Chiefs obviously a chance to go back-to-back, third title in five years it would be. And they're going to play the San Francisco 49ers. What a comeback this was. They were down 24-7 at halftime to Detroit, who I felt were the people's champion. Yeah. I mean, everyone was going for the Lions to finally break through, and they botched it. They got they rolled. Did. They choked. I think yeah, there was a couple of coaching calls where they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it done. Um, and then, I mean, the 49ers have been really strong all year. And, and my man, Brock Purdy, there's been questions. There's been slander. There's been disrespect once again. Um, led them home. It, what David and Goliath, this Super Bowl matchup. Yeah. So you got you got Mahomes on half a billion dollars. That's his contract. And you've got Purdy, who's... About the lowest paid player in the league on eight hundred and fifty thousand, I think it is. So you got half a billion versus eight fifty. San Fran have spent their money in other areas because you've got a salary cap, and yeah. and Kansas have loaded up on on Mahomes and Kelsey and one or two others. But uh, yeah, fascinating. They've been there before. The, the resume that he's building, um, we can talk about this a little bit uh, with Ben or or after seven o'clock is as good a six year start to your career as you are ever going to see Mahomes. Like it's, it's in line with Jordan. It's surpassed Brady with what he's done. And he's, he's on track to be, if not the best, um, the second best. I'll, I'll, I'll read you out some of his numbers. Two-time NFL MVP, two-time first-team All-Pro, six straight AFC championships. Mm. So that's like our prelim final. Two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. And of course, that $500 million contract. And he's off to his third if he wins it. That'll be three in six years. Off the text from Tim. Uh, you can drop us one anytime. 0433981116. The Super Bowl will be big, but there's another big show. It's Survivor. Now, I missed it, oh, but, yes. but Tim says, thoughts on Nathan Freeman's performance on Survivor last night. And this is Tim's text, not my suggestion. Made a fair twat of himself. What happened? Well, he was busy. Like I've I got to say, I've got to be really honest here because it signaled the return of all the good TV shows. And I say good in commas. Oh, after the tennis, that always happens, doesn't it? They're yeah, flogged so, mercilessly during the tennis, and then they finally drop. So oh. I found myself flicking between Survivor and Maths. Well, I, I, just, oh. I just had to get the lay of the land with You disgust with me sometimes. I've I told did. you. Sammy, I just had to see what sort of personalities we're dealing with, whether yeah, it was worth my time. And? There's actually one lady on there that I know, and I've worked with at, at 5AA. Um, nice lady, Eden, so I was looking forward to seeing how she goes. She didn't have a big part from what I saw last night. But when I did flick over to Survivor, Jeezy was trying to make an early impression, Nathan, and I'm surprised our man Jonathan didn't know who he was. Well, has he learnt nothing about playing Survivor, Nathan Freeman? Clearly you keep a low profile. You're just looking to get your head chopped off, aren't you, at this he stage? Was trying to, he was really trying to assert his authority early, and there was a challenge. He made a, an error in lighting the structure too early, and that meant that his team lost... But he's trying to form all these alliances and, and really throw his weight around early. And right. I can tell you it's not going to last long. They're going to get sick of him pretty quickly. Really? Borrow yeah. time? And yeah, there's I, didn't another... watch... just I gonna... didn't see who got voted off last night. I'm assuming it wasn't him, but uh, he won't be far away. You're just going to have to get Apple TV, though, because I'm now one full episode oh, into Masters of the Air. And... Oh, oh, my goodness. It is meaty. It is dramatic. Meaty. It's big. It's more than an hour ad-free, and it's absolutely <laughs> gripping. I'm telling you now, get on before right. you get surrounded by this. Masters right. of the air. They've spent an absolute fortune. It can't not be – well, it can be bad, but it is unbelievable. If the first episode is a sign of things to come, 
get on board. It's harrowing already. It's uh, it's a, it's it's. I haven't seen many war drama series docos or whatever yeah. told from the air. It's always right. on the ground, probably because it's immensely difficult to tell. Now the the hundredth bomber group, as I think they're called, the American pilots, they famously flew during the day, so the most dangerous time yeah. to fly over Nazi Germany then was in broad daylight. But it means they can't hide the special effects at night. You know, they've got to be good. And they are darn good. I'm in, Sammy. I'm in. I actually showed the boys this last night. I said this was the recommendation from Edmund this oh, morning. Oh, great. We, so we I'm... must watch it. <laughs> so if it's no good. <laughs> I'm going to get in and surround sound, we'll be, am I, if it's we'll no good? coming for you. Braden <laughs> yes. um, Maynard got himself in an accident. He did. Did he? I'm I saw that uh, Mitch Clear reported that on 7 News last night. Now, uh, Collingwood described it as minor, but it, it was enough to, I'm assuming, keep him from training or hold him back from training because he, that's, uh, I'm assuming... How the uh, how the news hounds were alerted because he wasn't there. Now he was involved in a, a bingle on the way back from the Mornington Peninsula. Now Mitch Cleary, we might have the audio of his report. We'll, we'll play it now for you, Kane. He'll do a better job of explaining it than me. Collingwood says it was a minor accident and that no one was injured, but it still stopped Maynard from joining teammates on the track this morning following the incident. Police have confirmed to Seven News that witnesses informed them that a car matching the description of Maynard's was seen in the area uh, swerving and cutting off other cars before 6am on the Mornington Peninsula Freeway. Maynard spent the Magpies weekend off with friends down at the beach. While witnesses have told 7 News the crash involved a tradesman's car and that Maynard's car also suffered minor damage in the collision. Collingwood says Maynard did exchange details with the other person involved in the incident. So there you go. That wasn't, by the way, Braden Maynard's car at the beginning of that report that you could hear revving itself in the background. So um, details good exchanged. Yeah. yeah. So he's, good, he's good, unhurt. Good news at the end. Not, not ideal um, and inconvenience, but no one is hurt. He's okay. Everyone else is okay. They exchange details and the insurance companies will sort it out. Uh, I had a big prang in on, my first season of football. On the way to training? On the way to training. Oh. Tapley's Hill Road, which can, for anyone who's been to Adelaide, in peak hour, around 8.30 in the morning, can really bank up. And for whatever reason, it wasn't it wasn't a mobile phone thing because it was 2001 and, and phones didn't play as many tricks as what they do today, but I did get distracted. I think I went to change the radio or something like that and my eyes briefly left the road and I looked up and the car in front of me had slammed on the brakes and I've just gone bang up the oh. back of the car. And not only have I gone up the back of the first car in front of me, then that car's gone into the next one, Pilot. into the next one. So there's about six six cars involved. And the way that I thought was, oh no, I'm going to miss training. That's how I that's how I was wired. <laughs> mm. So I quickly, I quickly got out and I did what you're supposed to do. I was 18, just hadn't had my license for for very long. 2001. I was driving a 1991 Toyota Camry. Exchanged details with the guy in front of me. He did the same with the person in front of me and I'm like what well, I'm not missing training there is no way like I've got 40 minutes to get to training I'm not so I, the car still drove and I have driven the car up onto the median strip and I've just left it there didn't wait for the police or anything and my teammate who I lived with Chris Hall was just back a bit from me behind me so I got him to pick me up and take me to training and I just left my mangled Toyota Camry on the median strip, didn't wait for police because I was so petrified of Mark Williams and missing training. And I got in and I remember I, I walked into Dean Bailey's office, who was an assistant coach at the time. I told him what had happened. He said, mate, just just calm down. Mm. You've been in an accident. It would have been fine for you to miss training. 
I look back and I go, what were you thinking? So I just left my mangled Toyota on the median strip, <laughs> carnage everywhere around me. Didn't wait for the police. Just did a runner. I was too scared of Mark Williams. Essentially did a runner. Mark Williams Essen- was above the law for you, effectively. Essentially, <laughs> because I was so scared of missing training, more so than I was... I mean, I didn't get any. Tr- I didn't get any trouble with the law. Like it was all fine. They had my number, and they they rang me later on. But that was how I was wired. Did you get recognised? Did the other motorists know who you were? Well, was they it, I don't know. I don't think. So. I, I don't know. Well, I hadn't played a game or anything. It was yeah. the summer of two thousand and one. Son of Graham. Oh. But I just thought after Maynard missed training, it took yeah. me back. And then the car was a write off. It was a nineteen ninety one Toyota Camry, who my teammates used to tease me about. And my dad always used to say, a car is only there to get you from A to B, son. You don't need a flashy car. <laughs> That's right. So then we went and replaced the 91 Toyota Camry with the exact same Toyota Camry, this oh, time in blue. That's and you've gr- got no idea. That's grim. That, caused that is grim. So grim. <laughs> you had the choice to get out and you bought another one. Absolutely right. And Dean's dropped us a text. Eminem was at the Detroit Lions San Francisco game. Did you see him stick the fingers up at the Niners fans when they were up 17 zip? At the end, he was hidden under a hoodie, walking out quietly. And a lot of people texting and saying, We wanted Eminem v Swift. That would have been in the Super Bowl. It would have been. I think the um, NFL would have wanted that as well. Imagine the build up. Completely different. It was like the quarterbacks, David and Goliath, really different upbringings and different styles of of music and and different attitudes, I guess. But we didn't get it. The Chiefs have gone back there. It's kind of a bit boring. um, So you you got yourself in a fair old scrap yesterday, though, I saw it. I did. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, with our you friend. Me in, you no, me I didn't lead you into anything. You did. You actually came armed with your receipts, as you called them, and uh, you got yourself just what you wanted. You, I mean, you wanted it. You got it. How did it all play out for you? <laughs> well, fine. I was, re- I was really happy with it. The, um, for those that missed it, uh, the great John Ralph and the Herald Sun wrote an article in 2021, really sort of coming after me for my take on Connor Rosie and Sam Walsh, saying that I was wrong. And then yesterday and today and I'm assuming for the next couple of weeks, they're rating every player in the league and they had Connor Rosie and Sam Walsh rated the same. So I was just waiting for a, an apology from that one. Uh, didn't didn't get it, but I thought our social media team did, did a pretty good they job. They did of a very good the job. Issue, didn't they? That was some slick editing from them <laughs> it was too, wasn't great. it? It was unmissable. A, it did a great job. So if you if you missed it, it's on our on our social. Bit of fun. Though. Anyway, yeah, you got, you're getting yeah, in the ring later on in the harmless. year. You thought you'd get in a bit harmless, of, bit of yeah. verbal boxing. I mean, he'll, really. he'll get me back. Yeah, well, I, th- I thought he, I thought he, I thought he handled himself pretty well yesterday, Ralph. He was a good little back and forth between. Did the he two come of... back? Did he? I didn't. Oh. I missed what he came. Oh, no, back he's with. come back. Oh, has he? Oh, I think you've got some reading to do. To be <laughs> honest, he, he, he came fo- back. I must follow him on Twitter. Now, listen, Twitter. I've held back on this long enough, but uh, after the break, I need to know why Ralphie's friends at Fox Footy didn't uh, deem it fit to have you in what they're calling calling Port Adelaide's team of the decade. Which, curiously, though. Uh, did have the um, the time span of 97 to 2009, certainly mm-hmm. since the start of Port Adelaide's life in the AFL, and they uh, unveiled their best team, and you are not in it. And I, I need to know why, because there's some former teammates of yours that are in it that I don't think quite have don't the resume. Dis- don't disrespect the players don't that are in it. have the resume <laughs> of the Volcano. The How many best and fairest does it take <laughs> to get into Port Adelaide's Team of the decade. Well, we're going to get into that after I've this. I've got a question for you after this and for our audience. Who's going to finish last? I've seen Goss. Got, the Goss has told of, us who's not going to finish. A friend of ours, a good friend of the show out west, 
who says that one team will not finish. Take it to the bank. This team will not finish last. So Take it to the bank finish last, and lock it someone in. Someone has to. Lock it in. Who's right, going to finish last? Talk about well, that next. We know who it's not going to be, indeed. We're powered by Kubota here for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. We're off and running here on Summer Breakfast. Sam Edmund, Kane Corns. Back in a moment. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Interesting take here from Mick off the 40 Wings temper cane. Just heard James Warple say the Hawks are flying and they're aiming to play finals as a Hawks supporter. I don't want to hear predictions. They never end well. That's from Mick. Yeah, well, I'm interested in, in what the fans do want to hear because um, I think I think there's a balance. You want some optimism. Everyone's feeling really good about themselves at yep. this time of year. No one's won or lost yet. You're really fit. You're, you're tanned. You're fresh. Um and you're excited by the new faces that you've got. And you know, I'm looking at Hawthorne's forward line. And a couple of years ago, I said, if you're a Hawthorne fan, they're, they're largely irrelevant. Like, if you go to the gear shop at the Hawks two years ago, whose Guernsey are you going to buy? There's no Ruffhead, there's no Cyril, there's no Burgoyne, there's no Mitchell, there's no Hodge anymore. But now I reckon there's probably four or five Guernseys that I want to buy yep. at Hawthorne. Some people that want a Ginnivan Guernsey. Oh, I want a Wizard Watson Guernsey, Will Day. Definitely Jath, I'd want his Guernsey. So I think what they've done is make themselves relevant again. Where that leads to win-loss, I'm not sure. Mitch Lewis is another one, but you'd be feeling a lot better about the Hawks than, than what you were two years ago. Yeah, I might get to the Hawks later. They had a match sim down at Geelong yesterday. Certainly more power in that four line. It's been pitched as a bit of a Ginevan-Nick Watson battle for the one spot. I'm not sure it's going to play out both. that way. I think they'll both play there. And Blake yeah, yeah. Hardwick is also training forward I as well. A, he's, a good, he's a good player. Blake so they've Hardwick. really added... Jake Gunston comes back as well. Marbio Choi mentioned. So they've, they've added... Some significant firepower, and I know they've lost uh, Kaczynski, but uh, yeah, there's a bit to like about the Hawks. I'm excited. I want to ask you later as well um, about themes, because I know this is a little bit old. It's a couple of days old, this this theme. Um, I think Mitch Cleary was sort of had his finger on the pulse early. But the camel. There's a picture of the camel in yeah. the Herald Sun today. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I sometimes, like it. Well, okay. Well, just to hold fire, I want you to tell me why you like it. Okay. Sometimes themes work really well. I mean, Craig McRae, I heard him explain the one... Last year, I think he went to New York in the off-season, so the off-season of 2022, and he saw there was the escalators and there was the stairs. And he saw everyone taking the escalator. Up, easy ride yeah. up. And he saw some people taking the stairs. And I'm paraphrasing here. I hope I've got this right story right. He said, well, I'm going to take the stairs. Well, let's take the hard way. And he brought that back to the pies, and I think that was their theme for all of the year. If there's stairs there, we're taking the stairs. We're not taking the easy way out. So I like that. But then you get the Oppenheimers. I mean, some of them fall flat in the lead up to Port Adelaide's finals. So um, on what spectrum of the stairs v Oppenheimer does the camel sit? And then now it's too early to to judge. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. And I needed it, I needed it explained to me a bit better. I've just heard it's an in, it's a endurance yeah. theme. They're, they've got a, a extraordinary powers to endure yeah. difficult times. So they're resilient. challenging times somewhat for Richmond. So the camel is there as a sign of we are strong. We're resilient. Well, I I'd always go back to the Cape Buffalo from Bevo a couple of years ago. The Cape Buffalo. Remember the players kept doing the horns in a game? What's yeah, that about? Still trying to work. I know when one of one when one Cape Buffalo um is attacked, then the rest of them rally to their aid. Yeah. And he's a, so he's a big one in all guy. in. He's a huge thing guy. And I reckon some of them have worked really well, clearly, and some of them wouldn't, and you keep keep going again. All the best coaches I've had have 
definitely use themes. Phil Walsh was a big was a big theme coach, and Damien Harbour. I've been there for a while. You need to find different ways to cook the sausage and, and motivate your players. Now, have, have we worked out how many best and fairest you got to win to make the team now, of the decade? Yeah, or I was not? just going to say, there's a theme to Fox Footy's Port Adelaide team of the decade, and that is that you're not in it. Now, I couldn't believe this. This is 97 to 2009. Now, you'd won two best and fairest by 2009, two of your four. You'd had a couple. Had about six seconds by then. You had a couple of All-Australians and a premiership. Now, I look at the bench for a start. Now, Daniel Pearce is a good player. He didn't debut. Hey. Good player, Piercy. That's what I said. He was a good yeah. player. He didn't debut until 2005. Now, <laughs> And he made it. He won a showdown medal. He's in, right? He's in. Brett Ebert in the pocket. Okay, good. Yep, good Love contributor. Leading leading goal kicker in 07, but that's probably about it. Roger James. Uh, it was in oh, the flag team. Star. It was in Roger the flag James. team. Well, no, you know. if it wasn't for Roger James, yeah, well, that premiership doesn't happen. His prelim yeah. final... Stuff of legend. Individual accolades are, accolades are relatively thin on the ground. Uh, Josh Franku, no again, good Roger player. James. But if Josh Franku's hey, in your... the brown line. Yes, I know that. Uh, Josh Carr, very good player. Won some internal awards like best first-year player, most improved, Heart best team soul. man. But not your resume. Not a patch on your resume. Named in the guts. Named centre. Dom Cassisi, good player. Captain. But nothing really other than the flag side at that stage. So, Kane... How have you been overlooked in a team of 18 with four on the bench with that resume? Play? This is a deliberate ability to bait you, and I'm hoping <laughs> that you live up to your end of the bargain. <laughs> I just had the uh, I just had Ralphie's tweet read out to me in the um, in the outbreak, and he, he admires the ever searching uh, pursuit of content. So I'm not going to take the bait here. This is what they want. Well, they... Word is that Ralphie actually picked this team <laughs> yeah, for Fox. It's a good team, though. I mean, what, so the backstory here is that Fox Footy on the Instagram page have been doing essentially the history of every club, and it's been good to go back. Got you know most finals and most possessions and games played and best and fairest, and then uh, the teams of the decade or centuries, whatever it is. Um, yeah, well, Robbie Gray's not in there. I know he didn't start until 07, but that would probably be an oversight. Stewie Jews on a flank. Good player, Stewie. Good player, yes. No, they're all Key good players. in the premiership. Can we just clear one thing out? They are all good players. Yes. But we are, we are picking the creme de la creme yeah, at this I probably stage. Yeah, I probably could have snuck in on the bench. I think you could have made it, to be honest. I think you could have made it. To be honest, I was hoping you would have anoint yourself captain <laughs> and uh, playing coach as well and put yourself in the guts with the resume that you did. I was quite staggered. Uh, the Shark in 2008 grand final is famous. That's from Rhino course that Alistair Clarkson spiel that might yes. be the clubhouse leader. Leith, no, lethal's lethal bleeds we can kill it. That's the terminator. The leader. Yeah. 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 I don't I'll predator. If it bleeds we can kill it. That's yeah. from Aaron coming through off the text as well. Yeah. Let's let's go back in time because I love a good theme and there has been so where's many the camel where's the camel gonna go down? Because I mean you can't the thing about a lot of these themes is they're in house. I mean sometimes they come out at the end in hindsight yeah. and someone will reveal it after you win a premiership but that was the thing about Oppenheimer. It was Ryan Burton that went on radio and revealed this, and they were filthy. Like, hang on, this was an internal thing. This, we didn't, we didn't, it's confidential. We didn't want this getting out. And then it became a mess. They couldn't sort of control it. They couldn't even explain what the theme was. Well, this one's so visible. We <laughs> it's all, a the massive camel. You cannot miss it. What it's is that, a big fiberglass thing up on the bench? So, I mean, if they go 0-4, do they remove the camel, or is it, is it going to stay? <laughs> no. You've got to keep know. the camel because you, okay. you're supposed to be enduring. You've got to show powers of resistance. If you take the camel away, what message does that send? Well, the camel's dead. I mean, you can't, you can't, you've got to keep it now. 
You're in. So you're all, you're uh, just on the record, you're all in on this camel. You uh, think it's going to be good. No, I need to just do a little bit more homework on the camel. But uh, I, I love the fact they're wedded to it. Now they're wedded to it, they've got to stick to it. But I just just need some more on the origins of the camel because it's a curious animal to have by your side going into a big season, I would have thought. Uh, Rob, just quickly before we get to the news, is in uh, Strathmore. I think he wants to talk about the Bombers. Hello, Rob. G'day, boys. Uh, sorry to be a semi sad sack before the season starts, but. And I know I'm talking about it, but I don't want to hear one word from Essendon. Not one word. The last yeah. to put the white flag up, those last two performances last year still still hurt me like you wouldn't believe. And I just don't want to hear a word. Till they perform, I'm not interested. Not and I can, I can definitely see your point of view. Um, absolutely, I can, Rob, because... In the past, they've spoken about how they're going to improve their defense. They've been really disappointed. They're drilling down on that. I remember that last year, and it works for a bit, but then they've gone away from it. So, see, I'm okay with I'm okay with the Bombers zipping it this preseason, but you do need to build some. You've got to because your whole membership arm, your whole corporate arm, your commercial arm, you need something. You need exposure. It is a balance you... for teams that have been disappointing for a while now, because. Words are words, and the actions are, are the things that the supporters are going to judge them by. So, and as Brooksy's reminding me, Sheets has already had a bit to say about how optimistic Essendon supporters should be this year. So maybe the cat's out of the bag, Rob. But anyway, because the maestro Kevin Sheedy, your doyen, has already yeah. taken the lid off to some degree. Uh, righto, we better get into the newsroom. I've just thought of another theme as well. They're just going to keep coming these themes now that we've uh, taken the lid off that one, uh, Kane. There's been some beauties over the years and some others. That haven't quite worked out. Kane just wants to know where the big fiberglass well, camel is going to sit. I'm just Googling the characteristics of a camel. They tend to be good-tempered, patient, and intelligent. Nothing yet about resilience, so I'm just trying to find the connection. No, well, they can go without water for a long, long, long time. I don't know if I want my Tigers team to be good-tempered and patient <laughs> and intelligent. Give me some mongrel. The Toyota Call of the Year is back. It's your chance to win. A 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport. There's a Toyota Hilux stock, or plenty of it, available now. Contact your local Toyota dealer today. Well, it's the season of ladder predictions and who's going to finish top, who's going to finish top four, who's going to win the premiership, even who's going to finish with the wooden spoon. But uh, thankfully, uh, a lot of that intrigue's been taken right away from us, Kane, because one man out west has told us who it's not going to be, and it's one of our very own. Well, a good friend of the show, uh, Tim Gossage, you'll hear him on SEN Breakfast in WA with Scotty Cummings doing a great job. He says, lots of experts predicting another painful year for West Coast. Agree it will be a tough year and they will need lots to go their way, in brackets, injury again, which they've used as an excuse for about the last four years. But take it to the bank. The Eagles will not, in capitals, finish last. Lock it in. That's it. Well, how far have the once mighty Eagles fallen? Not exactly a high bar. That, is, that it is an achievement. Take it to the bank, worthy style of a tweet, that they won't finish last. Take it to the bank. We will finish 17th. Some teams in their history have never finished last. Like, it's not an achievement to not finish last. Mm. That's, uh, yeah, uh, you're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. He's got to put his Twitter away. Well, he's done that a couple of times, and he just keeps coming back for more. Now, uh, themes, Luke Beveridge, one of my favourites, 2016 grand final. You remember, the? I think from memory, that was the year the grand final parade route changed. And it took on a very similar path to the Beatles in 64 when they toured Melbourne, famously, and the world basically ended here when the Fab Four came to town. Well, he challenged his team 
before the grand final that year, Kane, bring your instruments. We're a band. We played together. You bring your strength. Some of you play the drums well. Some of you are amazing on the flute. But together we make sweet music. And that came out after the grand final as well, that the, everyone bring an instrument, Kano. Like that. Yeah, that was that was good. Everyone play your role, fit into the band, which is what they did. Now, on the flip side to that, <laughs> I'm looking at a YouTube video from 11 years ago. Stuart Cramery and Brent Stanton and Joe Watson, whatever it takes at the Bombers. After everything that they went through. Oh, you know what happened they after They came up with a mm. theme, whatever it takes. Mm. Didn't that Not theme maybe. come before? Maybe. I think I it came before, and that was then used as well. Come on, boys. Didn't mean literally whatever it takes. I think that might have come first. Um, and then, you know, Bevo's hit the, hit the right note many times. I'm not sure Shea Guevara, the Argentinian-born revolutionist, uh, when he dropped his name um, prior to the 2002 season, 2022 season, quite had the same effect. But he's a serial themer. He throws them out every year. So we'll see what he comes up with this year. If you're year. just joining us, we're talking about the camel that is positioned behind the Richmond dugout at training. Um, and that clearly is their theme for the year. I've had it explained by Mitch Cleary that it's of resilience and endurance. Um, and we're just trying to work out on the theme of Oppenheimer and whatever it takes to Bevo's playing in the band, where the camel is going to sit. I, it's not quite whatever it takes level, but it's... Down the, it's down the bottom. It's can you, can you smell it's what they're can you smell what they're cooking sort of levels from it's the blues? It's trying the... to. It's trying too hard. Sometimes themes develop naturally through the year, and they're natural and they're easy to buy into. This this feels a bit forced. A All bit right, camel. Well, as we get to the break, and a big sports update on the other side. I got carried away with themes here, Kano. Michael says, Kane, the camel is about the humps and how you deal with getting over the humps, and everyone okay. has them. The Bactrian camel has two humps. They store fat in these humps, which later can be used as an energy source. It's about drawing positive energy from the humps you get over in life and using them for motivation. Well, that's, a good, that's a good explanation. Very good, uh, Mick. I would have used Mount Everest or something and getting over those humps nope. and those challenges more so than, than the little hump of a camel. But... It's the fat storing second okay. hump on the camel. Okay, that's where it's at. Uh, and where it's at is Melbourne Airport parking. Book online. Best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. 